The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to discuss how the MarTech industry changes across the world. Joining us is Azada Williams, who's the founder and managing partner at AZK Media, which is a global media and marketing agency helping MarTech and AdTech vendors grow their presence in the APAC region. Yesterday, Azda and I discussed her guide for growing MarTech businesses in the APAC region and internationalization in general. And today we're going to talk about her strategies for MarTech vendors to generate media coverage. All right, here's the rest of my conversation with Azda Williams, founder and managing partner of AZK Media. Azda, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. It's great to be back. Excited to have you back on the show. Excited to continue our conversation Yesterday, we talked about some of the differences about marketing around the world and how when you're thinking about going into the Asian Pacific market specifically, but generally internationalization, you need a blend of awareness building activities, you need some marketing activities to generate that engagement, and then you need your sales team to actually drive new leads through the funnel. And those activities are all a little bit different in every market. So you really need someone that has at least local knowledge, if not boots on the ground. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit more about your specific area of expertise in generating buzz and awareness and and press for some of the MarTech companies that you work for. So let's talk a little bit about your guide for generating media coverage. What's the strategy? So just to give a bit of context, and I mentioned this yesterday, is that prior starting AZK Media, I interviewed hundreds of CMOs and CTOs and CEOs of MarTech companies across the US, UK, APAC. We're talking Salesforce, Adobe, HubSpot, Telia, Marketo, you name it. So I've seen so many media pictures and media agencies pictures, which is one of the reasons why I started AZK Media, because I thought, look, it's important to really create a fresher, more effective way to get MarTech vendors' names out there through the right media and marketing mix. I'd love to share just some of the big epic fails that just frustrated me as a journalist that now as a consultant, I advise our clients to avoid. The what not to do is let's start with that. Yeah, the what not to do. Press releases, first of all, that are too promotional and salesy will not get picked up 
by the media. If there's nothing newsworthy in them and it has the might of Marcom's rigmarole written all over it, it's going to bore the journalist and it's not going to get picked up. And what's worse than that is if the pitch demonstrates little or no knowledge of the key issues of the MarTech landscape that are newsworthy to the journalist or actually what the journalists are writing about at the time of publication. So these are the kind of things that will just be a complete waste of your time and effort and your PR agencies or your marketing team's time and effort. So let me ask you a question. I've heard different things from different people about the purpose of press releases. Press releases used to be really important to get your story in front of journalists, and they could decide whether they want to pick up the coverage or write a story about what you're doing. And now it seems like a way to drive essentially SEO arbitrage, where you can launch a press release and there are some sort of aggregators that basically drive backlinks to your website from various publications. Does anybody actually use press releases to find news stories these days? There is various purposes for press releases. I do know of a lot of companies that just put out, it's like a little PR blast across the wire as such. And then they just, they just do it for a backlink purpose. That's fine. That's perfectly fine if you just want to use it for SEO, but don't hassle a journalist with it because it's not going to get picked up as news. If you want to actually get a mention by a journalist and get published to get the, like what I said, street cred or get bragging rights that you were in the Times or what have you, it's not going to really happen with that sort of press release that's written for SEO and backlink and wire distribution purposes. Essentially, what you're saying is there's a tool that you can use as a supplemental document for your journalism outreach. Hey, here's the story that we're writing. We think it's a good fit for you. If you're interested in learning more, here's the press release you could read with some additional details. It's not, here's the press release. Hope you write about it. Exactly. And don't expect a journalist to actually put backlinks because very rarely will they put a third party backlink because what the media publication actually wants you to do is actually stay on their channel as much as possible. So they might do interlinking within their own site or their own digital magazine, but they're not necessarily going to do third-party links to your website. Right. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? 
Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, so press releases. One strategy, don't make your press release to Markami. What's your next tip? The next one is, so you finally have that winning pitch. The journalist wants to interview the founder of your MarTech company or the head of product or what have you, but that person is so boring. They have no media training. This sort of scripted thing that their PR team have put together that's just this boring drivel and they just don't answer the questions that the journalists are asking. Often a journalist is very time poor. Most journalists, just like your podcast, you use a transcription service. You transcribe everything. So if you're getting an inter- having an interview and you're kind of going sidetracked, you're meandering, or worse, you're using like a car phone or something that your voice isn't even coming across clearly, likelihood is you might get a sentence in that interview picked up in a feature. And often we see so many experts saying, oh, why wasn't I featured more? Or why wasn't I included more? Well, it's because of those reasons. So media training is really important for any thought leadership expert within the MarTech company. And I can't stress this enough. I'm torn because on one side, I understand how media training is really important. See, people need to understand how to formulate their ideas so they are consumable for journalism, so they are interesting. And on the flip side, I'm not sure if you can coach out boring. I've never had media training, and I am a professional speaker You know, for the MarTech podcast. At least this is my livelihood, and it doesn't mean that I sat through years and years of communication classes or, or PR training. I picked up a microphone and started talking, and hopefully I have some inherent talent to just not be that boring. Can you actually coach entertainment out of someone, uh, engagement, a level of being interesting? Or are you really just teaching them, hey, here's how you avoid burying the lead? I think there's some level of training can help the expert. They don't have to be a TED talker, but they can just be able to answer the questions in a simple and concise way that a journalist can just pick it up. They don't have to be the next greatest entertainer. Sometimes the CEO is very shy, they're time poor, they don't necessarily want to be in front of a journalist, but they will find an alternative. They'll find a head of product or the chief growth officer or someone else that is far more extroverted and happy to be the champion of the company. And they become the go-to person whenever it comes to media. So find that person, find that magic person within your MarTech company that can really bring the spark and create the buzz that you need. You have to have at least one extrovert with a VP title that'll help you out and hopefully drive a little bit of extra PR buzz. Don't only hire introverts. There is a reason for us talkers out there as well. What's the other tips that you have? One thing that is absolutely gold to journalists are really good case studies. So if you have your customers speaking on your behalf, that is the holy grail. So build really good relationships with your customers build those amazing case studies, make your customers your champions so that when it comes to media coverage, those customers can really shine on your behalf. And journalists absolutely love it when your customers can talk because they want to know how your product is actually helping people, is actually helping solve their problems, you know, real life stories. 
So I think moving forward in 2021, with the uncertainties ahead, customer advocacy should be the number one priority when it comes to both marketing as well as PR. I think that's important to think about is when you're trying to generate buzz, the more you can have other people talking for you, the more authentic that communication is going to feel. No one likes a self-promoter, but they don't mind being promoted to when it's something that is authentic. Any last tips for marketers who are starting to think about their guide to generating buzz? Look, I could talk for hours and hours on this, but I would say as one final point is don't underestimate the power of thought leadership. Businesses don't do business necessarily with other businesses as such. They do business with people. It's people who trust other people. And that's how you're going to build your foundations as a MarTech vendor. So choose your C-suite champions that you want to elevate and give them a thought leadership content plan. Have them write articles every month and have them pitched out in press or just across their own LinkedIn pages. Elevate those people within your MarTech business as people of authority. Now, you look at Salesforce, they do this really, really well. Telium and HubSpot, they do it fantastically well also. I think building those thought leadership elements is really critical to build trust. I think that's great advice. I think it's important not only to work on communicating what you're selling, but also trying to cultivate the industry and the knowledge around you. The more that you can give, the more trust that people are going to have with you. And Asda, I think that is a great way for me to say thank you for imparting the knowledge that you've been able to build to our audience. Thanks for coming on and being my guest. It's a pleasure. Look, I could talk for hours about this. And if anyone does want any more advice, they're more than welcome to contact us. <laughs> All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Azada Williams, founder and managing partner at AZK Media for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Azada, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is AZK Media Tweet. That's A-Z-K-M-E-D-I-A-T-W-E-E-T. Or you could visit her company's website, which is azkmedia.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.